Welcome to the Catholic Truth Podcast, where we teach and preach the truth of the Catholic faith without compromise and without apology. We want to give you high energy and non-boring Catholicism, where anyone at any time can come to know exactly what the Catholic Church teaches and why. We do apologetics, spirituality, other religions, our culture, and more. Most of all, we want to inspire you, inform you, and help you to know, love, and live your Catholic faith with purpose and passion. We are Catholic Truth. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Catholic Truth. My name is Brian Mercier, president of Catholic Truth, and we are an organization that teach and preach the Catholic faith that comes to us from Jesus and the apostles for anyone, at any time, anywhere from any religion who wants to know exactly what the Catholic Church teaches and why and how it can change your life, we are Catholic Truth, a light in a dark world and a voice of clarity in an age of confusion. In one of our recent videos, we talked about the dangers of vocal prayer, how people do vocal prayer wrong, and in a sense, why they don't come close to God. We got over 30,000 views in less than a month, and we had countless comments saying, thank you so much. I've been wondering my whole life why I haven't been close to God, why I pray and pray and pray, and I don't really feel connected to God. Thank you so much. So if you haven't seen that video on the dangers of vocal prayer and how sometimes people misuse vocal prayer, and again, we said in the video that vocal prayer, talking to God and doing formal prayers are good, but sometimes they can be done in the wrong way, which actually inhibit and impede our progress in this spiritual life. We want to talk about how to pray, different kinds of prayer, and different ways to pray. Because again, vocal prayer is good. It's necessary. It's a necessary launching pad to different deeper forms of prayer, a few of which we'll mention here, and then more we will mention in other videos in full. It's important to know that there are different types of prayer. Some people fall into the habit of just doing the exact same prayer over and over and over again, but it helps to be able to do different types of prayer, different forms of prayer, and some of those we're going to be talking about in this video. But before we do, I want to mention that we should always have two types of prayer. We should have quick prayer and a good, deeper prayer time. They say that, I think the last time I checked out the statistics, a few years ago, perhaps many years ago now, uh, that teenagers texted over 32,000 times a month. 32,000 times a month. And that was many years ago. It's probably more than that now. I mean, wow, that is a lot of texting. And most of it is meaningless. They're, you know, just, hey, what's up? Hey, you want to go out? Hey, what are you up to? Not much. You, not much. Just chilling, watching TV. You know, (laughs) it's not much. But it keeps them connected to their friends. I mean, they're always thinking of their friends and they're staying in contact. So in like manner, in some way, we should keep in contact with God throughout the day, having many little prayer times, quick prayer times that can keep us connected to God. Anything from 10 seconds to a minute. And this could include just saying, God, I love you. Thank you. You mean the world to me. Or just saying, wow, God, this is a beautiful sunset. You're so beautiful. Thank you for sharing this gift with me. You know, like just little things that help you stay focused on God throughout the day. Stay centered on his presence around you throughout the day. This is what the saints did. This is what St. Lawrence in his book, Practicing the Presence of God did. Just always thinking about God. 
God. Or it could be while you're waiting for your spouse. You know, instead of just getting on your phone, you know, you have to wait for her for two minutes. Instead of picking up your phone during that two minutes and scrolling the news or whatever, take that two minutes, that one minute, just to pray to God, just to tell him what he means to you, just to thank him for something. But these are the little prayer times we want to think about. Maybe you could take a minute in the shower. Maybe you could take a minute walking to work while you're waiting for the bus for school in the morning. I mean, we have a thousand times a day to take 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds just to talk to God, just to think of God, just to reflect on God and lift our hearts and our minds to God. And this will keep us connected throughout the day. It might not be deep like the text messages, but it will keep us connected to our God. And that's a good thing. And then in addition to the many little prayer times, we also want a deep prayer time. This is what we would call quality time with God. If you're always praying just while you're doing something or while you're doing the dishes or while you're doing, I mean, that's good. But we should have one prayer time, at least one prayer time a day where we have quality, hopefully undistracted time with God, where it could just be us and him. And it probably should be at least 15 minutes a day. The saints say that we should be praying an hour a day of mental prayer, (laughs) silent mental prayer, like the deep stuff. But At the beginning, we should maybe take 15 minutes in the morning and perhaps 15 minutes at night. I mean, if you're not a morning person, definitely pray at night and vice versa. But we need to take one good prayer time where we sit with God and just chat with him, where we pour out our heart to him or where we listen to him, or where we do spiritual reading. It's where we go deep with God. We want to take enough time where we can go deep with God. Take time to get rid of our distractions and those things that really make us never come deep with God because we're always so distracted and running around and just disconnected with him and with life. So take these deep prayer times. I would recommend at least one half an hour time a day. Maybe it's a rosary. Maybe it's going to mass. Maybe it's reading the Bible and reflecting on it. But we need short prayer times throughout the day and we need a deeper prayer time, at least one deeper prayer time throughout the day to help us go deeper with God. Many people never take this one time that's set apart. They might do it just running here, running there, doing this, doing that, but they don't stop and just be with God. And that is absolutely necessary for us Christians to stop and have a prayer time set aside solely for God. And we we do it every single day. It doesn't have to be at the same time, but we have to take a prayer time every day with God because that is our time with him. Set apart for him, to show him we love him, to thank him, to praise him, and so much more. So let's get into these different types of prayers so we can utilize them in different times throughout the day, whether we're in the shower, walking to the, through the mall, walking to work, waiting for our spouse, waiting to pick up our kids, whatever it is, we can utilize these different forms of prayer and use them in different ways at different times that'll help us come closer to God. And just by the way, we're not going to give the techniques on how to pray properly. We're writing a whole book on the subject. We're just giving the different different types of prayer here. And the first one, the most simple one, the obvious one, is talking to God. Talking to God as you would a friend. Talking to God about your feelings, about your struggles, about your worries, about the things you're angry at. Maybe you're angry at God right now. Maybe you have a hard time believing in God and you're struggling in your faith life right now. These are what you want to talk to God. Just talk to him as you would a friend. It's so sad to me that I give retreats in person and people have profound experiences with God. And I tell them to go home and pray. And even adults and teenagers say, I don't know what that means. I don't know how to do that. The basic way to do that is just to talk with God. As I said, throughout the day, 
have little conversations with them and just talk to them about whatever's on your heart. There's a nice saying that I think is beautiful. And it says, if what is on your heart is important to you, then it's important to him. So whatever's on your heart and mind, talk to him about it and just have conversations with him. That's the basic form of prayer. The second form of prayer, and we'll be talking about this in a whole nother video in itself, but the second form of prayer is listening. Some of the people only talk and they only do vocal prayers and they only talk, 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 but they never stop and they never listen and they never just be in God's presence. They never just stop and put themselves in God's presence and really just try to be with God. Even if you stop for one minute in your prayer time in just complete silence. I used to try to sit for five minutes every day in complete silence, just to silence myself, and try to picture where God was. Try to imagine him around me. Try to really focus on his presence within me, the Holy Spirit within me and around me. And That's hard for someone who's ADD and ADHD like me, but it's a discipline and it's a practice like running. The more you do it, the farther you can run, but it takes practice and you're winded and it's, you don't think you'll ever get there, but you do. It's necessary. If you're even remotely serious about a deep relationship with Jesus, you have to start learning to take times of silence in deep prayer. And we have a video on silence, uh, all about the power and the necessity of silence and how it's going to help you come closer to God and how to listen and all of that sort of thing. But again, we'll have more videos on that in the future. Another form of prayer is petitioning, asking God for things that you need, asking God for what you need physically or mentally, spiritually, emotionally, financially, or whatnot. God is our Father, and He wants us to ask Him for things. He wants us to trust Him. Now, He may not always or even often give us what we want because we half the time don't even know what we want or need. He will always give us what we need, though, if we follow Him with all of our hearts. So God wants us to ask for the things we need. He's a Father who knows our needs and knows what we need and will give us what we need. So He's not always going to answer our prayers, but He's always there for us and will direct us and lead us and guide us to what's best for us. Now, there are some people who only pray for other people and they never pray for themselves either because they feel guilty, they don't feel worthy or whatnot, but we are supposed to pray for ourselves. Many of us need things from God and God taught us to pray for those things we need. And we might not always get about the time we need it or in the way we want it or many other things like that, but pray, pray, pray for those things that you need and it's a good thing. Spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically for our families. I mean, I've prayed for many things and they haven't been answered right away and it's frustrating, but we pray and petition God anyways and we leave it to him. What did Jesus say? This is what I want, but your will be done. Intercessory prayer is the next form of prayer where we pray for other people, where we intercede for other people on their behalf. And the Bible says this is a good thing. We can pray for our friends, our family, our co-workers, our uncle or grandfather who is atheist, people who don't believe in God, or people who have left the church. I mean, we are praying for other people because God answers prayers. And we can even pray for kings, the Bible says, and presidents, uh, media, and all of those people who are in charge in some way in our life so that we can live peaceful lives. The Bible says we should be praying for them. So praying for other people is also a form of prayer, and it's a good thing. 
The next form of prayer is worship, worshiping God, giving God his due and worshiping him as creator, as the one who made us. This is an important part of prayer, and it's what we're going to be doing for all eternity. We're going to be praising and worshiping God. The Catholic Dictionary says worship of God is acknowledgement of him because of his worth, dignity, and superior position. So when we worship God, we humble ourselves before him. And we acknowledge that he is the creator and we are not, and we are nothing without him. And we surrender ourselves and our lives to him. And sometimes we need to make acts of surrender and say, God, help me to give up my life for you. Help me to start doing what you want me to do. Help me to stop doing what you don't want me to do. Help me to follow the direction you want me to go and really pray for his will. Surrender your life to him. Sacrifice of our lives is another important aspect of worship, sacrifice, doing little sacrifices throughout the day. But of course, the greatest sacrifice comes through the cross and Jesus Christ, which is why the Mass and going to Mass is the greatest prayer on the face of the earth, because Jesus pleads our cause before the Father. He prays and offers all of our prayers and intentions and gives us to the Father, and he does so perfectly. It's the ultimate sacrifice of what he did on the cross 2,000 years ago. And the Mass, if done correctly, should be both vocal prayer and silent meditative prayer. But ultimately, it's Jesus Christ who takes all of our prayers perfectly before the Father. And Mass is where heaven meets earth, and we join the angels and saints in worshiping God forever and ever. That's why the Mass is so important, and you can't do that from home. It's impossible. Similarly, praise is another form of prayer that we should be doing and don't do enough many times as Catholics. Praising God, giving him his glory, giving him his due, telling him how wonderful he is, and just exalting him in his majesty. I mean, how many times do we thank and praise other people? How many times do we thank and praise people who've done things in our life? Oh, you're a wonderful person. Oh, I'm so thankful that you did this. I can't believe how good you are at this. I mean, if you saw like a painter who painted a masterpiece. Wouldn't you praise the painter for doing such a great job? I mean, we do that to people on earth. How much more majestic, awesome, glorious, and transcendent is our God, the Lord of all universes? And so we should praise him and tell him how glorious he is and give him his due. Tell him how much he means to us and just how beautiful he is, how glorious he is, praiseworthy and exalted he is above all forever. Listen to what Psalm 150 in the Bible says. It says this, Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty expanse. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his exceeding greatness. Praise him with the trumpet sound. Praise him with the harp and the lyre, unquote. I mean, all throughout the Psalms, it's talking about praising God in song, praising God in deed, praising God, praising God, praising God. And listen to what Revelation says. When John gets a glimpse of heaven, listen to what, I mean, he sees all the angels and saints, he sees everyone in heaven praising God for all eternity. It literally, in some ways, is the language of heaven because we're going to be praising God for all eternity. So we should start now. It's such a wonderful prayer because when you let praise 
flow from your heart. It gives you joy. It exalts you. It lifts you to God when you do it right. And you just enter in, in a sense, to the song, the eternal song of heaven. Listen to what the Bible says. Quote, And all of the angels stood around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Blessing and glory, wisdom and thanks, honor and power and strength to our God forever and ever. Amen. And so, You see, later in Revelation chapter 4, you see, uh, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And so we see these prayers of praise throughout the book of Revelation. And again, later on, they praise God for casting out the devil and and the harlot and all of that. And they praise God. Hallelujah! It's a word of praise every time we say hallelujah. We're praising God. Hosanna! We're praising God. So we want to do that more in our life. Take some time just to do that. And if you don't know how to do that, send us an email, put a comment down below. We'll send you a litany of praise that we made up. And it's just all these different ways and phrases of how to praise and how to exalt and how to glorify God and tell him how great he is. And it's a litany of praise. And if you would like that, we will give it to you for free. Just email us, say, give us the litany of praise. I would like it. And we will send it to you for free. Just make sure to give us your email. Another form of prayer is thanksgiving, thanking God, counting our blessings each and every day for the things that he's given us and taking time to give him a little thanks each day. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, it says to rejoice always, pray always, and give thanks unceasingly to God in all circumstances. So we're supposed to give thanks to God in all circumstances, not just when it's good, not just when he gives us what we want, not just when things are going well, but all the time we should be thanking God and praising God for how good he is and all the gifts he gives us, even when he makes us suffer, even when we have to go through trial times, even when we go through dry times, he's teaching us, he's leading us, so we should be thanking God, Especially in those times, we should be looking for the blessings he gives and giving us these blessings. Thank you, God, for this. Thank you, God, for that. Thank you for this trial time. Thank you for your blessings and your graces in order for me to accept these in my life. And especially if you have a hard time in life and you struggle with anxiety, depression, you know, uh, difficulties in the spiritual life, you should be counting your blessings even more because it can raise your heart, raise your spirits, and realize all the good things that God gives us and we give him thanks in return. One of my favorite forms of prayer is spiritual reading. It is one of the greatest things that'll bring you closer to God. Reading the Bible, especially the Gospels and the New Testament. Reading, even if you just read one chapter of the Bible a day and meditate on it. Think about it. See, when something strikes you as you're reading it, it just strikes your heart. You sit back and go, wow, or hmm, you know, something hits you differently. Stop and think about that. Think about why it's speaking to you. What does God want to speak to you in that moment through that line, through that passage? And how does that apply to your life? How can you apply it into your life? So we're doing reading and we're doing spiritual reading, but we're also doing meditative prayer as well. Thinking, listening, uh, considering our life and how we can follow God better. We can also do this with the lives of the saints, spiritual classics like St. Francis de Sales, Introduction to the Devout Life imitation of Christ, uh, the way of perfection of St. Teresa of Avila. I mean, we have a whole video on all of the best spiritual books you can read. Just read these books, uh, maybe a page or two a day, stopping to reflect on those parts that strike you, and your whole prayer life is going to revolutionize itself, and you're going to 
have revelations that you've never would have had in a hundred lifetimes. God is going to teach you things through these spiritual readings that you would never think about otherwise, and it's going to help you grow your relationship with Him. It's going to give you knowledge and purpose, and it's going to help so much. So spiritual reading is a powerful form of prayer. Also, formal prayers like the Our Father, the Hail Mary, the Rosary, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, powerful prayers. The Rosary is a powerful prayer because it's both vocal prayer and meditative prayer. And so is the Divine Mercy Chaplet. And so we're praying and meditating on the mysteries of the Gospels at the same time. And it's wonderful. In fact, the meditations are the primary Form, a primary part of those prayers. And in fact, as you will see in our video uh, on the rosary, which you can look up at seven ways to grow in your prayer of the rosary, but sometimes you go so deep in your meditation, you should stop praying the prayers of the rosaries and just get in fully to the meditation. And that is where you encounter God on the deepest levels. So these formal prayers are good. We might also add novenas to formal prayers. We might also add litanies and different things like that. The only danger is, and we have this in our danger of vocal prayers, is when you're doing litany after litany after litany after litany, and then novena after novena after novena, and your, your prayer life really never evolves to anything else. It never goes deeper. You never do this spiritual reading. You never quiet down. You never just listen to God. You never spend time quietly in his presence. You're always just reading, repeating, saying, repeating, praying. It's all vocal prayer all the time, constantly. You need to stop and go deeper too. So these prayers are good, but you also need that meditative prayer as well, which is why the rosary is so important, which is why Liturgy of the Hours is important. Liturgy of the Hours is really spiritual reading and vocal prayer and reflective meditative prayer. It's kind of all in one. It's one of the greatest prayers in the church that we have. Other prayers might consist of silent prayer, quiet prayer, like sitting in adoration and just listening to God, being with God, listening to Him, and just sitting, being aware of His presence, opening your heart to Him, and just letting Him love you, and loving Him in return. We need these deeper, silent, meditative, and reflective prayers in our life, which lead to infused prayer and contemplation, which we'll have videos on in the future. So make sure to check out the book, uh, The Power of Silence by Cardinal Sarah. It is a bomb, a beautiful bomb on this world, and it will help you to come closer to God. We have a whole video on it, and it's on the power of silence. We need silent prayer in our life just to sit and be with God, just to sit and be with him sometimes, even if it's just for a few minutes. Love him with wordless love without having to say anything or doing anything, just be with him. That is some of the deepest, best kind of love. You don't always have to say things. You don't always have to pray things. You could just be with God. And that's why we're going to dedicate a whole video to that in itself. I hope these different forms of prayer have helped you. If you would like a copy of these, please email us or leave a comment down below. You can email us at info at thecatholictruth.org and we will send you a copy for free. They're just little summaries to call to mind and help you to remember these different kinds of prayer. There's no formula. The best kind of prayer is the prayer that you pray out of love for God from the depths of your heart. You just pray out of love for him, not because you think you should or you have to or out of guilt or fear, but because you just love him. You want to spend time with him. You want to talk and communicate with him, and you just want to be with him. That is the bottom line of prayer. That's the end result of prayer. It's the goal of prayer, and that's love of God, a deep relationship with him. And that comes from talking 
and listening. So again, if you want those, message us, info at thecatholictruth.org or put your email down below. But thank you so much for listening. This is so important. So many people have not learned how to pray properly. And we have a whole prayer series on YouTube. Check it out in our Living Your Faith folder. It'll blow your mind, change your life. Check it out. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you to all our patrons who make this ministry possible. And we would pray that you would consider becoming a patron and supporting our ministry. All that info, Facebook, Instagram, PayPal, Patreon, it's all below. May God bless you.